0: Video games, movies, and pop culture. I'm Russ, Xbox Live Toaster 360, and with me is Steve, Xbox Live Steve Avich. As we begin episode 59 today, February 17th, 2018. To get the most out of Joygasm, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Just do a search for Joygasm TV. In addition to iTunes and Android, you can listen to our podcast on TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, and SoundCloud.com slash Joygasm TV. Also, for exclusive access and some sweet goodies, check us out at patreon.com slash Joygasm. And no matter which platform you use to enjoy the show, drop us a subscription, a thumbs up, or a review. Today's episode is dedicated to none other than Black Panther. And I think what we'll do is what we always do with these types of movie reviews. We'll start out with a high-level impressions, just for those of you who want to get a little taste, but not want to have any spoilers. And uh, then we will go directly into the spoiler zone and do a nice, detailed analysis. So... Steve, how are you doing?
1: Russ, I'm a little, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little sleepy. <laughs> well, it's time you woke up. Uh, yeah, let's see. Well, we went to the theater last night. We thought we were going to be early, and, uh, it was only front seats available. That's and, right. And, uh, so we thought, okay, well, we'll stand in line for an hour and a half. And, uh, make some friends. Make some buddies. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And so then we watched the movie. The movie was actually kind of long. And, uh. So I actually then, don't remember how long it is. I don't remember how long it is either, but the movie started at 940. We didn't get out till after midnight. And then uh, by the time I got home, of course, it was uh, it was it was close to one. So that's right. And then I had to get up this morning, and go to work. Awesome. Awesome sauce. So, <laughs> yeah, here we go. How about you? You got the day off. And it's been nice. Yes. No, I'm very glad I I have a.
0: Actually, it's not just a two-way, two-day weekend. It's a three-day weekend. Not for me, I, I have not. Monday off. I have to work Monday. That's one of the advantages of working for a bank. <laughs> uh, but no, it was it was really cool. I've been looking forward to being able to see this movie uh, for several months now. And so mm-hmm. I was I was glad that we were able to go Friday night and check it out. Indeed. So what were your, your high-level thoughts overall?
1: Well, what I liked, I'll tell you what I liked. I'll just run down the list because I liked a lot of things about it and some stuff I didn't like. I'm not going to give anything away, Russ. So don't stop me. Don't stop this ball from rolling. I'm going to
0: make sure you don't go a little too far <laughs> into the weeds. But please continue.
1: So uh, all the chemistry with the cast was great. Uh, the, the, the ensemble, the supporting actors, actresses, they are all fantastic. Pretty much everyone lit up the screen. And um, yeah. uh, no, there was no doubt about it. Uh, everyone who they chose was great. Uh, I love the music. I love that they... Um, they, they didn't speak English throughout the whole entire movie. They spoke their native yeah. language I thought was wonderful. Actually, I thought I, I would have liked them to speak more of their native language because uh, that would just make sense. <laughs> it would probably, yeah, be a bit, a know, bit more authentic. Yeah, if they, no.
0: That would have been interesting if they actually did that and just had subtitles throughout the whole movie. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, would, I wouldn't even not even been opposed to that whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, and hearing all those languages, the Bushman language in there, all the stuff and stuff uh, uh, filtered in. Sure, That was awesome. I liked it. Um, so yeah, costumes, I mean, dude, costumes galore, beautiful, colorful, mm-hmm. everything. I mean, just it, it was a mar- it was a marvel for the eyes. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so, uh I see what you did there. Yeah, you see that? Now, one thing that I like that I, other folks haven't liked so much, but one thing I've been complaining if people been listening into our movie reviews mm-hmm. is the pacing. Of the movie uh-huh I liked the pacing of the movie ah. because as I've been uh moaning about for the last year I think people take th- these filmmakers go too quickly through the film and we don't get to get to know these characters especially right. in th- these characters are gonna be around for a while I want to know them I want to identify with them and I did take their time they did letting us get to know uh Black Panther and uh you know people he was with his guards and uh you know his uh, uh, his land wakanda yeah and so i really appreciated that a lot um and i saw anyway the pacing yeah i I love the pacing um so let's see what else um I like that the story of T'Challa was different than like Tony Stark's story with his father mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, what's his face? Thor's story with his father. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I see a lot to, of father son parallels. Of fa- I, hey, you know what? I, I like a little father son stuff, Rush. Mm. Uh, so anyway, to see, uh, You know, so the dynamic between uh, both of them was great, very heartfelt, very warming. Uh, I did like every time they were on screen and all their little discussions. Yeah. uh, You know, he he knew that he was raised right. He's got a great heart. Um. And you know, I liked that when uh, you know both the men, the men were masculine, the women were feminine, and they both were both confident on each side. You know, like we. uh, Um. I don't know if that, that makes total sense in my mind. It might not make sense to anybody else, but I was looking at it like, man, every time the women are on screen, they grace the presence and they're funny and they're charming and they're beautiful and they're, they're going to kick some butt. And they did. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then when the men were on screen, it was like, yeah, you know what? They they can be romantic. They can be strong. They can be confident. They can be leaders. And it was, it just, I don't know. All the dynamics seem to to kind of work Mm -hmm. for me, you know, I I can keep going here, Rose. I, I, I'm all ears. I, 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 I can keep going. I've been
0: dying to hear your thoughts ever since we yeah. saw it last night.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's see. So, well, so, so I, there was there, some stuff that I, I didn't care for too much for us. So I, you know, I as long be, as they're, I, not I, they're not spoilers. They're not spoilers. So I'm not going to say anything that happened. I'm just going to say, you know, some of the stuff that I wasn't too, too, you know. Okay. I, yeah. yep, yep. I thought that um, the CGI... Mm-hmm. Could have been better. Yes, I agree. As as much uh, hype as this movie has, yeah, I think it should have been better. Mm-hmm. But that that's a minor criticism because this is not known as a CGI movie. This is you know this is yeah. a lot deeper than just a CGI movie. So this is that's a minor criticism. But I saw it. Well, like you know. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> I was about to say something. I stopped myself. I'm proud of you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> way to go yeah don't slap me in the face (laughs) he reached across this table so uh i did think that uh some of the fighting in the movie um wasn't as uh black panthery as like say civil war black captain america civil war so i wanted a little bit more of the black panther in the civil war than what i got here Mm -hmm. what i got here wasn't bad it's just that i wanted more of what i saw originally okay um, some of the dialogue. There were only snubs here and there that I that I didn't care for. I I think they could have written it better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the first second act were good. Um, and then towards the end, it kind of started to get a little rickety, a little shaky. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why. I mean, they they could have just kept the pacing going throughout the, the entire thing with the script. And I don't. I'm I'm not sure if it started thinking, okay, we need to go back to you know, the Marvel formula of how everything should work and and instead just let Black Panther be Black Panther in its own independent film. I don't know. It seemed a little bit wishy-washy there towards the end. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I think I'll stop there. What about you? I really enjoyed the
0: film. I thought it was actually really refreshing to see a predominantly African-American cast, especially as it applies to Marvel Studios and just the the, MCU as a whole. I really loved how we were able to bring in just this whole other dynamic into the the family of Marvel, especially with with it being based in Africa, because a lot of um what we've seen so far has been pretty much based in America. You you don't really have too many characters that have been introduced yet that are from other places. Like you have sprinklings here and there um but this was something that I think was just the, the timing was perfect for them to to bring out yeah. the 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 family of, of Black Panther. There was a lot of great talent in this movie. I'm actually not too familiar with a lot of the of the the folks who were in this, which is great because it was like, "Oh wow, new faces. Okay, who's this? Who's that?" Um there were there were some recognizable faces, of course that uh were, we're just welcome to my eyes um you know it's always a pleasure watching Chadwick Bo- Bozeman um he I've actually watched him play uh James Brown um as well as there was another film that's escaping my my mind at the moment but he's really coming forward to me as like a like a method character actor like he's someone who can really just get into the role i mean just even from a voice perspective of like when he played james brown he really had that kind of high-pitched uh gravelly kind of sound that that like kind of what james brown would sound like when he would speak um and then you you see the contrast of that to playing black panther t'challa yeah and how he was able to adopt that that African accent, um, those types of things I thought were were super super cool. Also, Andy Circus, of course, oh, was geez, just like yeah, man, gold. <laughs> such a huge fan of Andy. Yeah. Um, and just you know, overall, like I think the cast for the most part was perfect. I think the plot was enjoyable, um, albeit predictable. I, I and it's it's like a standard hero's journey type affair. Uh, but having said that, there were other elements to the
1: plot that I thought were were fresh. So, so that's good. Um, sorry to interrupt you when you were talking about Chadwick's accent. Mm-hmm. Um, he had he he Chadwick started it started starred in a different movie. I, I'm trying to find the name of it. Uh, I was looking on IMDb a second ago, but he had this voice coach where he started doing this oh. accent and he's got it down. Yeah, yeah. And a buddy of mine is actually from Namibia. And uh-huh. he goes, man, it, uh, he sounds authentic. Like that's how good it is. Oh, good. <laughs> I got a man from the homeland who says it sounds <laughs> good, so. There, there's
0: another movie, again, you, oh, you, whenever you get a chance, yeah. just 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 IMDb him. I don't, I
1: don't have the chance right now, Russ. Um,
0: uh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh cuz there's another film that I saw him in and he also adopted a certain type of sound to his um his voice uh which which was was also really cool. Well, I have cool. his
1: filmography right here if you want to take a peek at it. Oh, let me take a look at there. Here you go. I that on over to you.
0: Let's see. Yeah, Get on Up is the one where he was uh whoops, James, James Brown. Um There was also 42 and it may have been forty-two that I was thinking of. Honestly, don't get s- distracted
1: by any my, of my selfies in there, Russ. Okay, you're supposed to be looking at well, I. I don't
0: think you. I don't think <laughs> there are any selfies of you on IMDb. <laughs> yeah, him just playing Jackie on uh, Forty Two is probably what I was thinking of. Hmm. Anyway, yeah. I'm I'm very yeah. much looking forward to seeing uh, what other kind of future films he's going to be in because um, I th- I think he's uh, very entertaining. Anyway, uh, other high-level thoughts, I thought, um, yeah, I mean, just as I've already mentioned with with Chadwick, I loved the accents. Yeah. I've always been a big fan. It doesn't matter where you come from in this world. I think accents are just fascinating. I love being able to chat with folks um who are from different parts of the world and just you know whether they speak their their native language or if they're speaking english but then they have that accent that that's um kind of accompanying the the english language huge fan yeah and i thought it was so refreshing to see a film like this where you where you hear a lot of that going on
1: it's very that that uh that african accent is very eloquent and it's very precise at the same time. Yeah, it yes. almost sounds wavy, but it's very precise with uh-huh. uh, like the vowels and such. Uh huh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I really did like that a lot. And what was interesting too is in the film, you know, obviously you have the antagonist, and we'll we'll get more on that later. Right. But the antagonist had more of an American accent, sure. as you should. Yeah. And so it's just well, it it was interesting just listening to how different it was that that you. Depending on if you had an American accent versus an African accent, and just both of them speaking English, how much of a difference um, in quality you you could hear the different dynamics of. I thought that was I don't know. I, I for one really enjoyed that. I also. I'm looking forward to seeing more from the Black Panther world. After seeing this film, I'm on board totally. I I really enjoyed myself, and I, I hope that they are able to expand more into this world after um, setting it up. So if I were to say anything else, I think I'd be going into spoiler territory. Spoilerville. But a lot of the things that, that you also covered too in your high-level thoughts, I'm definitely on the same page as it applies to, like the, the visual effects I thought, Certain parts were a little too green screeny. Yeah. Um, but I'll, you know, some some of the other comments that you made too, I, it's it's probably just not worth me repeating because
1: you've already <laughs> said them. Yes, Russ, I can hit the nail on the head every once in a while. Well, I would say we more than every once in a while.
0: Why don't you follow me into the
1: spoiler ah, elevator, Steve? I'm click the button here. I know they've been uh, maintaining the uh, elevator, so we might have to wait for a bit, Russ. <coughs> uh, well, yeah, I can see they have the
0: Black Panther poster, yeah, sitting up here in the elevator. You know, this is
1: very, well, uh, kind of. What is it, Steve? Vacationy music here for this uh, cold and rainy season. It is indeed. Sounds summery. Like I should have a cocktail, a little shrimp sticking out of it, you know. You think they have this kind of music in Wakanda? Uh, probably yeah, probably one of the uh, American uh, resorts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, otherwise, no. No, no, yeah. probably not. <laughs> All right. We
0: are jumping into the spoiler part of this review. Let us begin with cast slash acting. So as I mentioned, I think you did, too, during the High Level Thoughts, um, Overall, the casting was terrific. I think um, it was ninety nine percent perfect. Really, the only and this is what I want to get your thoughts on, Steve. So, one of the the drawbacks, in my opinion, of the film was the casting of Martin Freeman, who played the CIA operative. I didn't think
1: he was a good choice. Well, he was he was in Civil War. So I think they, they still- I don't even to, remember him being in the Civil yeah, War. Yeah, he he, to, he came in kind of towards the end. Um, So they, I know they had to use him again. But I understand. Yeah, I, I do like Freeman. Um, I, Yeah, don't get me wrong. Right, I right. like
0: him in other roles, but I don't think he was a good casting choice right. for this particular role.
1: You know who I wanted to see uh, <laughs> come back? I want to see the, the original uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. guy. Agent Phil. Agent Phil. Yeah. Yes. How awesome would that have been if he came back and then they were somehow able to heal him or I don't know, bring him back. I don't know. If he was there, he needs to be in this universe. That I was mean, totally
0: on. in my notes as yeah. well about how yeah.
1: that guy was
0: perfectly cast yeah, was. as an agent. But again, he he was more of like the the shield agent. You know, yeah. he he wasn't part of the CIA or anything like that. But to just to your point, the the idea of how he was able to appear in several different Marvel films right. and just work. Yeah. And where like, he was just, he was into this unassuming character and he had a little bit of mystique about him. He yeah. had a toughness, but yeah, at the same time, he, he he's like sl- flew under the radar yeah. and stuff.
1: And, and yeah, I mean, kind of he, a strong silent type.
0: Well, not necessarily strong, silent type, but just a, he was a calculating type. He was one where, like, like at first glance, you didn't really think much of, but then the more you got to know him, you're like, man, this is not a person to be trifled with. Yeah, he's a player. yeah, Yeah, he definitely has his own way of surviving and doing things. Whereas Freeman's character, like, just Freeman has always played characters in the past of, more supporting roles, right? Like he was in The Hobbit.
1: Bilbo Baggins
0: Yeah. I mean from just, just that, that kind of um not neurotic, but just I don't know. Like like he he has definitely carved a niche for himself in terms yeah. of the types of characters he plays. Like I, I really enjoy him on um, the Sherlock Holmes TV show because he plays Watson. Great supportive character choice for um Cumberbatch. And also, like like I said, in Hobbit, he plays more of a, a main character role in that. But at the same time, it's it's more of a a, a mild or or meek type of character. Yeah, you know, I, I don't see like once again when I think CIA, I just don't think of I him. Right, and it's like ah yeah okay so
1: yeah, um, Phil. Right, Agent she, Phil. Agent Phil. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he came in with the original Iron Man, which kind of booted off the whole entire yep. Avengers thing, and he came in with Thor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I just think they killed him off a little bit too early, or they released Black Panther a little bit too late, because I really he 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 should have been in this movie. So I liked his. I liked you know without digressing
0: too far off of this. I really liked his character arc. I felt that he di- his, Like when he died. Yeah. I felt that that was perfect timing because it acted as a vehicle for all of the different Avengers to actually put aside their differences and come together and unify. I thought that was a wonderful vehicle for that particular film to to have that happen. Because everybody, doesn't matter like who the moviegoer was, everybody liked Agent Phil. Yeah. I mean, they did such a great job cultivating that. And for him to die, not only did the the Avengers have that type of response but everybody who who went to the movie was like oh my gosh i killed yeah. it phil that's not cool <laughs> um and so i think in terms of black that's panther not cool, man. in my opinion i think that black panther um like the timing that was perfect i just think that they needed to, to cast someone else other than um freeman mm-hmm. in that, that particular role but yeah. uh of course chadwick uh I thought was the perfect Black Panther. I cannot see anyone else playing the character of Black Panther. Granted, I have not read the comic books. Right. i never read that part of, of the Marvel universe, but
1: looking at, at how he portrayed the character, I, I thought he was great. What'd you think? I did think he was, he was wonderful. Um, I've been, I was doing a little bit of digging before the movie and, um, the Black Panther is one of the more intellectually superior uh, Avengers yeah um, but I I felt it refreshing to see uh, he had this uh, calm in his eyes mm-hmm. and a calm in his voice and that's so different than the rest of the of the team yeah uh, so he, I, I loved how he portrayed um, the, the king mm-hmm. and he was gonna be a, uh, a heartfelt king, a loving king, merciful king. Respected king, Lord, i mean, all these good—I I throw all these good words at you, and that's who he was. He wasn't yeah. going to be this tyrant anywhere, and you, and you saw that in the very beginning scene when he's about to uh, gain the, the the or be crowned, I should say. Yeah. And the rest of the tribe harness go- the
0: mantle of responsibility, right. As and
1: king, the rest of the tribe had so much respect from, like, yeah, we're not going to, uh, you know, yeah, we want the, the, all the power, but at the same time, we know you're you're it, you're the guy, and uh, so we, you know. We're just going to hand it to you. Um, and even what was interesting, too, that I don't want to deviate, but.
0: yeah, you don't, don't go too far into the weeds with the plot, because we'll get there eventually. Okay, let's Russ. F- let's focus on the cast. Okay, Russ. So, um, Pulling Steve back. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's getting to the deep inside the pool. Trying to get some water wings on him. <laughs> uh,
1: so. <laughs> <laughs> Water for now, Russ. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna get you past doggy paddling. Don't you worry. <laughs> I only doggy paddle. Yeah, uh, so anyway, so yeah, um, yeah, th- I appreciated him. I just, th- I, I, like I said earlier on, I, I I, wanted to see a little bit more charisma with him, a little more, uh, growl, you know, Black Panther. And, and the one time that we were about to see it, they stopped it, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. When we saw him back in, in the Civil, in Captain America Civil War, uh, he had all this prowess about him, and he just didn't trifle with him. And the whole entire team was going, whoa, who's this guy? I mean, everyone was trying to stop him. And then all of a sudden, one dude who's not even a superhero, he's just a, a tough guy, basically, tough uh, Marine, mm-hmm. uh, was able to take him out. Granted, they were both... Uh, didn't have any superpower at that point, but yeah. um, it didn't matter. If you know how to fight, you know how to fight, and he should have completely <laughs> toppled uh, Killmonger, and he didn't. I don't know, so I was a little bit disappointed with that. But as far as his his character and his acting, mm-hmm. yeah, spot on. I'd love to see more of him.
0: Now, Andy Circus. What?
1: I didn't, what I what did, is it, Steve? I forgot he was actually going to be in the movie. I did too. Like, so when I saw him, I'm like, Oh yes, <laughs> this movie just
0: got a whole lot better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man, just oh, him playing Ulysses, oh, man. Like, <clears throat> excuse me, makes you cough. I, over I, there. I know, man, yeah. Woo! But no, I he just, I, I really have not seen a, a, a role where I was not happy with his
1: performance. Although I will say, when he laughed in that, in that, um, in that uh, interrogation inter- room, inter- interrogation thing, I was trying to think of the word. And, uh, uh, <laughs> the room, uh, the room that is used for <laughs> question, extracting information from handcuffed people. <laughs> <laughs> So when he laughed in there, I thought, uh, uh, every little Andy Circus thing that I've seen him laugh in, it just reminded me of that. I, you know, I wish he he would have laughed different because uh-huh. I just saw a Gollum right there. Yeah.
0: Now Michael B. Jordan, I thought was captivating as Killmonger, who of course was the the main antagonist. Um, I've actually been following his work also since Friday Night Lights. And it was it was cool to see him in a role like this I don't know like he he definitely owned the character and the character itself um and we can I'll get into more of this when we get into plot but I just felt like he did a, a nice job of making the character not one-dimensional there there was a more of a complexity that was there and I, like I said I I just I yeah, I enjoyed watching him. There there was, for some reason, you know, I think he has a bit of a younger looking face. <laughs> yeah, he does. <coughs> and, and I don't think that that, you know, accurately reflects how old he, he truly is. But that was, like, if I had to be, like, super picky, I did feel as though his, um, he had kind of a baby face. And as a result, there was there were certain times where I was kind of like, oh man, he just seems like he's a little too young for this particular character. But at the same time, I mean, his his performance more than made up for that. Like it was just like, wow, okay, yeah, th- this guy definitely is a threatening character.
1: Yeah, he brought it, but I, I well disagree a little bit. I I thought that he wasn't complex enough, meaning that as much of his of the military background that everyone was touting in the movie that he had, yeah. All I really saw was uh, this guy who kind of went through the school of hard knocks. Yeah. So he was a tough guy, but I didn't see any of that military discipline. Which, if you've been in the military as long as he has, even if you're not even that short of a time, I mean, you and I have both talked to plenty of folks, Mm -hmm. veterans, and they just have a look in their eye and a tone in their voice, and and um, I, I not that I wanted to see that exact. Um, those exact mannerisms, mannerisms replicated, but I wanted to see something, some sort of military discipline um, from the Marines and from his experience uh, come shine through with him. Mm-hmm.
0: Now Lupita was, I thought, lovely. As um, I'm, I'm, I can't remember exactly how to pronounce these names, so I, I believe it's uh, Nakia, uh, but she was the love interest of T'Challa. Um, I thought, I thought that that uh, she had a really nice dynamic opposite of Chadwick and i like just how she played kind of more of the spiral she could hold her own by the same time there was like to your point um a more of a, a femininity to her her role overall um one of my favorite characters in the entire movie was deny um she was the general of wakanda like her her name oh, i think was, was awesome. like Okoye or something like that Man, talk about uh, fierce, like just, just overall, yeah. like whether it was, no, it was her yeah. facial expressions or her she demeanor or just the, the the way that she carried herself. Yeah. I mean, I every time she was on screen, I'm just I was just absolutely Yeah, just, she was just, almost
1: stealing the show to be honest. Yeah. I mean, if I'm being real with all the fight scenes, when when she was on, I'm like, okay, this is gonna be good. Uh, yeah, I
0: think her full name is Denai Guerrera, and hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. But
1: when I saw her first start a fight, I thought oh, they're going to kill her. They're going to kill her off, and yeah, I'm like, don't kill her, don't kill her. And yeah. they, and they, you know, they gave me that. They, they gave me her yeah. to live. Yeah, you know, thank you. Yeah, they killed off uh, Jordan uh, Killmonger, which I don't. I didn't think they had to, but yeah, at least they. Again, yeah. we'll get to that in the uh, plot. Pulling Steve I back know. out
0: from the deep end of the pool. Come back over here, Steve. I like to swim. I'm gonna put you in a. Uh, life preserver mm-hmm. uh I want waiters russ give me waiters Waiter. okay here you go <laughs> <laughs> now daniel kalua um or Kalu, yes yeah, excuse me had an interesting role as wakabi um did you realize that he's from the film get out
1: uh yes yeah yeah yeah
0: I didn't, uh, you know, just because he had facial hair and he had some of the, the African paint, like the face paint on there. I was like, oh,
1: I'm not exactly
0: sure. Like he, he had like this familiar look, but I wasn't quite sure until I M-dibbed him. Right. Uh, but I thought he did a nice job too. I thought he, once again, um, his relationship to the family and to the tribes overall was, was pretty cool. He could tell he, he had some history and that sort of thing. And, and um Overall, I, I once again, it, his character arc uh, somewhat was predictable, but at the same time, um, I thought that that there were parts there, too. Oh, okay, like, now, mm. now you're
1: starting to swim a little bit there, Russ. No, no, yeah, not, not swimming. swimming into arcs. Let's I, talk I'm not swimming. I'm talking cats. about
0: how I appreciated how he was able to, to hold mm-hmm. the line of his acting oh. between these two places. Okay,
1: Russ. Okay.
0: So, uh, no, I thought he was good. Um... Letitia Wright, I thought, was adorable as T'Challa's sister slash yeah. inventor. Totally brightened
1: up every time she was on the screen. Yeah, yeah. That smile, those eyes, everything she oh. should
0: Mm-hmm. And, of course, Winston Duke's character, uh, M'Baku, also had an interesting character arc. He was cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he was just... Uh, again, I've never seen his work before, but, again, every time he was on the screen, I was like, whoa, okay. He was cool. He's I, a big
1: man. Yeah, he's... I... Yeah, I, I, I hope he uh, returns and... Uh, the next Black Panther movie. Yeah, uh, he has to. yeah and uh, if they don't, I'm gonna be' I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be a little sore. <laughs> <laughs> a little sore, a little sore, a little salty. Okay., uh,
0: oh, and of course, love
1: me. Some Angela Bassett.
0: I was, was going to say
1: that. Russ, if you didn't say, mention Angela Bassett.
0: Angela Bassett is a staple of our family's just movie cinema going experience. Yeah, like we know it, we're in for a treat every time we get to see Angela Bassett on screen. Right. And of course, she did not disappoint at all.
1: Right. Never does. Ugh. I don't think I've ever seen her bad.
0: No, it's super cool. Forrest Whitaker did a fine job as the master of ceremonies, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool. Um, let me think. Was there...
1: Florence Kasumba, John Kanai. Uh,
0: oh, yeah. John made an impact on me when I first saw him in Captain America Civil War. I really loved just the um, the love and affection that yeah. he exuded in his performances. Um, He's a very kind presence. Yeah, very kind presence, and I, I, he made a lasting impact on me from Civil War when he was about to speak, and then there was that that, that bomb explosion that went off and it killed him and whatnot. Like I really felt sympathy for not only T'Challa but also just seeing this this kind hearted character go down the way he did. And so I, I was not expecting to see. That was one of the more unpredictable things about the film. I did not expect him to make a return, and so I was very happy that he did. I think, are there any other characters that stood out to you in terms of what we're, or who we are covering um, at this point?
1: No, not, yeah, that's about it. Okay,
0: well, I, I realize the dam is about to burst in terms of the plot, so let's, let's just jump into the plot here. Can I do a cannonball? Oh, you sure may. <laughs> So uh, overall, I thought the plot was interesting in areas, but like I said, I th- I do think because it was this this the standard hero's journey, ultimately it was predictable. I liked how Black Panther could have his powers given to him, yeah, and also be stripped away. That to me is one of the most original attributes to what makes a superhero. Because typically, like a lot of the the superheroes that you and I follow. they're just always there. Like once, once there is some sort of experiment gone awry or they've, they've been exposed to something or whatever it is. I mean, with the exception of certain characters like Iron Man, because obviously Iron Man, he he is dependent upon wearing his suit, but I mean, he's, he's also brilliant and everything else, but I did love the, the whole notion that they were able to um, give whoever it is. Like it could be anybody. This, this particular power, and they could take it away. And I, and I liked how that was also ingrained into their traditions and their culture. What did you think?
1: <clears throat> yeah, Uh twofold. I think, a yeah, I, I agree that it was original and it was cool. It was kind of a little bit, uh, was it Amazing Spider-Man or what was the latest Spider-Man that was out? Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man Homecoming. So, you know, he has that whole, or Peter Parker has that conversation with Tony Stark about you're nothing if you're nothing without this suit that you don't deserve the uh, yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, uh, even though it's not there was the suit, but I, I did think that um, I, I thought it was cool that he, they could take the power and uh, give it back. But I also thought it was cool that um, they reserved the power for not just for, for only one person. Like anybody could have gone in there and they mashed up a little absolutely glowing flower and uh, you know <laughs> and they become a black panther. I mean that's you know that Michael B. Jordan became Black Panther right. for a little bit. So, but the culture was so reserved and loyal that and, and disciplined,
0: very disciplined yeah. and, and, and just you could tell they celebrated their traditions and, and their culture,
1: their culture, the traditions and their land. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I think that that was. That was really cool. I found myself thinking in, in the, the theater there, the same thing about, wow, like they they harvest and, and grow more of these flowers. And it's amazing how despite the temptation of wanting to just grab one of those and be able to have the same type of power, at least in this particular film, we were not made aware of anybody actually <clears throat> abusing that.
1: Right. Um, but, it, but then I go back to my point of, okay, so they gave um him the, the the power of the black panther but without that you know he's he can fight but not that great and mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to see him hold his own and fight even without this this uh you know this power that healed him quickly and allowed him you know hyper agility and, and whatever and whatnot. Right. So I mean if it was if it was him against his general a general would have whooped him. Possibly I think you know what's
0: what's interesting about t'challa is that he shows enormous restraint in a lot of different capacities he's not someone who is just ready to to brandish the sword so to speak i mean you you can tell that like what he's a good king because he looks and explores other avenues of trying to get a, a means to an end right Sure. And I think what's interesting about that is that in a way, it's it's kind of similar to that of a Jedi, right? Like the Jedi's last resort, his absolute last resort is to fight. Of course, we always
1: see him fight, so. It's and fun. we always look forward to it, and we cannot <laughs> wait for those fights.
0: But I think what's interesting is that like, w- when you look at the general or you look at Killmonger, that is their, their first go-to is always fight, 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 fight. And I think what's interesting about his, about T'Challa's character is that He's constantly trying to avoid fighting. He's trying to to just find a conclusion that is more of a, a peaceful resolution. Yeah, I get it. And so it's more of a a slower kind of I don't know, like just just. A,
1: there were times that he had to fight, though.
0: Yeah, there were times he had to fight. Like like for instance, actually, and this goes back into your point earlier about how in Civil War he was much more. Um, quick to fight and i think it was because he had just lost his father he didn't know what was going on he um he knew that 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 some some bad stuff was happening and as a result he was um more
1: aggressive i guess you could say responding to his uh, anger yeah
0: just just he, he he had more of that that seeking justice wanting that that um almost revenge in a way for the for the the murder of his father.
1: Less calculated.
0: Yeah. And so I think actually in, in a way, like going into this movie as black Panther, we know that, that that event had transpired. He was on his way back to his, his country. And as a result, he, this was the transitioning, right? it was, it was the transition point of him now having to go through the ceremonies of becoming the official next King. And I, I, I really did appreciate how he was showing how he was having to adopt this new responsibility, how he was going from being the king's son to now he is the king. And so as a result, having these different characters, whether it was family or it was the different leaders of the tribes or what have you, even, even the Americans, I think that's what, what really I I responded positively to that, that side of him because he wasn't quick to just jump to reactions or, you know, um, jump to conclusions. Like, he he really took his time and and, and was able to t- kind of pull from different people who he trusted before he made, like, a, a certain call on, on something. Anyway, um, I've completely lost track of where I was. That's
1: amazing, Russ. Uh, so amazing, <laughs> wow. D- d- yeah. <laughs> and with that... I forget. And uh, with that, <laughs> I'm lost. Good grief.
0: The um but yeah, I mean, I think the relationships, you know, just since I'm I'm already talking about it. I felt that that the relationships between the various characters kept me engaged throughout the film. I I did really enjoy how this this culture had existed for a very long time, how they had their traditions in place. And I liked how like you had, it wasn't just a fame, like like a a royal family and then the peasants, you know, like it was like you had these different tribes that were made up. It was almost kind of like, like if you were to think of dukes, like if you you were to think of kind of like more of the the European style where you have the dukes and then you have the king and that sort of thing was kind of, parallel to that with these different um, chiefs of the, the different tribes and that sort of thing. but I thought it was cool. I like like you said, I, I liked how there was this mutual respect. Clearly they go back a long way
1: yeah even even the first uh, combat scene where they're fighting to see who was going to get crowned if there's someone else who was actually tougher right and uh, he tells somebody you know this guys they're not trying to kill each other. They're just trying to make the other submit, basically. Right. And he, T'Challa says, look, I mean, he's got him on the edge of the cliff and says, and the the guy's still struggling. He said, look, you fought honorably.
0: Yeah. like no I really like that. Yeah.
1: I I got goosebumps because he's saying, like, no one's ashamed of the performance you've performed. Everyone knows you're tough. Yeah. You know, you you did good. Yeah. Um, This is not defeat by any shot. Yeah. So...
0: Yeah yeah. No, I'm glad that you said that because that was actually one of my favorite moments in the movie too about I mean, and once again it showcased just why he was fitting of the crown. Just just being able to identify the fact that this guy gave it his best shot and um he did well. He fought honorably that sort of thing, but don't be a fool. Right. Like just exactly. just know when to yield and because you're not going to you're not going to lose your your honor. You're not going to lose face or anything like that. Like like you did what was within the appropriate confines of this type of ceremony. Um, now let's move on to Killmonger. I really appreciated how he was not one dimensional. A lot of villains that we see, they tend to just be evil for the sake of being evil and that's it. And I really liked how his characters (laughs) Motivation was interwoven into the family dynamic about how we discovered that the um, uh, well, T'Challa's dad essentially killed his uncle, and as a result, this this kid was growing up in this this world without his father and really any semblance of families. Considering the fact that his family was based in Wakanda, and so it was very much a, a tale of revenge. But I liked how. I don't know. I just, I just really liked how that
1: dynamic worked. What'd you think? I did. And I didn't, I I thought that they had good intentions with that, that dynamic. Um, And then I thought, okay, so he's gone up through the school of hard knocks. He's been in the military. He's seen life and death and the hardships. uh, And he, his intentions were, okay, we, I know about this material that you guys have and how it can help benefit mankind. Mm-hmm. And I want to, I, I want to be king because that's also shared in my bloodline and I see, um, the world differently. I see you guys want to, want to keep the technology for yourself and, you know, not cure can I mean, they didn't say cure cancer, but basically like, you know, if we, they, this technology, they could heal people. Um, Freeman got shot in the spine. They were able to heal him in yeah. a day. I mean, come on. So they could definitely heal cancer if they wanted to. <laughs> so, but then he ends up going, oh, I'm just going to be an arms dealer. I'm just going to make weapons and ship all these everywhere. And um, Well, he was
0: a very angry character.
1: Yeah, I get it. But it just, it just didn't make much sense um, to me. I, I, I wanted it to be more complex. Like you were saying, he's a complex character. I mm. wanted to see more of that complexity uh, and not him just resort to doing just, bad person things.
0: It would have been nice in the film if we did get to see a bit more of how he
1: conducted his court. But that was the thing too. Like, he, they didn't show him enough. And so, like, we saw him in the beginning, we saw him in the end, and then and throughout the middle, we just really didn't see him much at all. Mm-hmm. And then they killed him off in the end.
0: Yeah, I would have liked to have, have gotten to know him a bit more. I did appreciate just the fact that he was abandoned. Like, just... just right. uh, I could even though I didn't agree with his perspective on how he thought Wakanda should, should be, I did um, empathize with his character in the sense that here you have like a 10 year old kid thereabouts who once again is abandoned. He's had to like survive on his own largely. And as a result, you're going to get toughened up and and you're going to have a lot of resentment built up toward your other family members and that sort of thing. And just, yeah, I mean, and again, going into the military, having fought, and like you said, he was in Afghanistan, he was in Iraq, um, being subjected to a lot of the hardships and a lot of the, I mean, just being in, in that type of, of career path of, of having to take life, that really can do a number on, on people and that sort of thing. But yeah, I, I wish that there was a bit more opportunity to be able to to find out more about what makes this guy tick. And I thought
1: towards the end when he finally gets defeated and uh, T'Challa grants him his wish of overlooking all of Wakanda and uh, life is fleeting and T'Challa basically says, you know, I, there's, there's, there's a way we can make this work. Yeah. Okay. You tried to kill me. I get it. You know, but I'm, he's obviously the better man than I am, you know, intellectually, uh, spiritually and there, where there's a will, there's a way. We can we can heal you. We can work together. Yeah. And he just and and then Killmonger says, "No, you're gonna you basically you're gonna have me in chains. I'm gonna be a prisoner, and I'm not gonna be a prisoner um, as my ancestors were." Mm-hmm. And so you could tell that he was smart. He wasn't just like a thug. He, right. He, he had smarts about him. And I thought, why why wouldn't you? you know about the richness of the land, you know about your heritage, you have a ton of wisdom about combat and how the world works. Mm-hmm. Um, you have royal bloodline. Why, why Why? just do this?
0: Well, I think he, it's because ultimately he was, yeah, really, he was a tragic character. And I think from the get-go, that that's kind of how it played out. It was kind of Shakespearean in a way, if you think about it. But um, I, I think yeah. that, that that's really how it was. and I, And I also think too, um, the way that that ended, I, I mean, it could have gone either way for me. I, I, I didn't dislike how he died. I thought that that's okay. They, they decided to go that path because like I said, ultimately he was a tragic character, but, um, it, it yeah, I mean, it would have been just as cool if he were to survive and then just became into alignment with the rest of the tribes and how he would fit into this Marvel universe. But, um, I for one really loved how it wasn't just like, he got stabbed and he died. Like actually he, it took him a while to actually die. And and actually he was the one who committed right. suicide. Basically right. he he finished the job, but I really loved how to, um, T'Challa really listened to what he had to say about how like he heard about how the sunsets were beautiful and Wakanda. He's never seen one and right. how he made a point to show him and yeah. that sort
1: of thing. Once again, it speaks very highly of, of Black course. Panther's, Character. I just thought it was just a little bit cliche. The movie was very, very different than the rest of the Marvel movies. Yeah. Until, uh, until certain points, like there that. were predictable you moments. Know? So yeah. I'm like, ah, this movie, yeah, anyway. Yeah. It's not terrible, but I was just being critical with it.
0: Now, the ancestor plane I thought was a really cool idea. The whole notion that they could go and, and you know, be able to commune essentially on a temporary basis with your ancestors. Um, I, I don't know. I thought that, that was a pretty unique idea. Much better
1: use of red sand than in uh, The Last Jedi. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, oh, we have all this leftover red sand. What exactly should we... Oh, we're making that Black Panther move. Who could use it there? Here you go. Yeah, you Take this. Yeah, I completely agree. <laughs> the red sand in Black Panther was Far better used than in The Last Jedi. Oh my
1: gosh, that's so funny. When they buried him, I thought, man, he's breathing with his mouth. That's totally getting in his mouth and has (laughs) a...
0: Yeah. A little dry mouth.
1: (laughs) But what did you think of, of that idea? Uh, I liked it. I, you know, towards the end when you saw more of his ancestors instead of just his father, I kind of wanted to see that, uh, the first time he was there, Mm -hmm. you saw his dad and his dad came down as a Panther and I thought that was cool. That was cool. I'm glad they gave me that. And, um, I I really, I I got some goosebumps in that whole scene and just that father son dynamic of, you know, he, his dad was a good parent, raised him. Right. Um, I mean, hundred percent raised him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't, you know, The new king was was going to continue this legacy in the most positive, helpful way he could, right? um, Because of the example his father set, and there was no greed, there was no corruption. I mean, that's the ideal person you want to rule over your land. Yeah. Um, But anyway, just the talking back and forth, he's like, "I'm not ready to let you leave." You know, I'm like, "Oh, it's kind of tugging on me a little bit." uh So, um, and his father was telling me, "You got to be strong." And I, I mean, they did it in a way that wasn't sappy. It was a masculine.
0: No, 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 like, you no. Know? Just once again, family, I tell you, some of the best movies ever explore family dynamics. Right. And that was, was just done in spades in this film where there was an authenticity to just the relationships that everyone had with, with each other. And it's something that everybody can identify with. And so it, th- that certainly was one of the strongest Pillars of this film, and I, I like I said in the sequels, I want I hope that they continue that moving forward because really the original Star Wars trilogy had the same type of dynamics. You had family dynamics that were going on, and that's what caused that global appeal of that particular trilogy. And so I'm yeah I, I'm I for one was very happy to see that here. Right now, speaking of Star Wars, not not to go too much into Star Wars, but I did not like how Andy Circus's Ulysses character had to die again why, this is this God. is one of the flaws Dang. of the film for me was right. that I mean he also played um, Snope in uh, of course in Star Wars Last Jedi and I mean okay once again Andy Circus is just a fantastic actor every character he plays oh, yeah. is just mesmerizing to watch and it's like why did they have to off him right? And, and he's, I mean, in my opinion, Ulysses is actually one of the more interesting bad guys in the Marvel Universe. I mean, I i would say if I had to nitpick something about Marvel Universe is that a lot of the villains that, that we have seen are, are by and large forgettable. They're not people who really stick around. I mean, Loki is like the one villain who has managed to stay alive.
1: And he has... <laughs>
0: Lucky guy. He needs to play the lottery. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and to his credit... I mean, I I do find the the villain interesting, but there have been other villains where I'm just kind of like, eh, like Ultron, for instance. I'm like, the the way they approached that character, I thought was forgettable. I didn't think that there was anything really redeemable about it. But then again, you know, like Thor Ragnarok, you know, seeing, um, Kate Blanchett playing the the villain, and she dies, and it's yeah. just like, ugh, why couldn't we have had her? And we talked about that when we reviewed Thor Thor Ragnarok on this program, but. I for one wanted to learn more about her. I wanted to see her make a return and that sort of thing. And movies just have this—I don't know what it is—but they just feel compelled to like have to kill off the antagonist. Yeah. So again, in terms of of this one, I think I thought that that Killmonger's death was warranted. I thought, okay, that serves its purpose moving forward with Black Panther. Yeah. However, I really wanted to see Andy Serkis make multiple returns in of different course. Marvel films. Yeah,
1: I think uh, as just a side note before you move on, I think Marvel does have to take that into consideration because this. I think this is the 17th or 18th Marvel movie that's out and mm-hmm. the formula is starting to feel extremely similar. Yeah. So they got to take some steps to, to make them, the, these films not feel like, up oh, another superhero movie and A, B, C, D, E, F, and G all the way to Z yeah. is going to happen. You know, they got to switch it up.
0: I thought that um, the fight between the tribes, uh, th- this is another kind of uh, critique I have of the film. Um, I felt the fights felt goofy at times. Yeah. Um, I must say, though, like during kind of like the big epic battle between the tribes, I thought that the rhino licking the, the general's face and the <laughs> the well, okay, first of all, the rhino licking her face, I thought, was just really cute. Like, because I, I for a moment there, I actually forgot that she was married to the the chief of that particular tribe. And then seeing that interaction, once again, family dynamics, seeing her decide that she would stick to the honor of country over her marriage to her husband. I mean that was a big yeah. moment right there where, where like I mean she dropped the gauntlet was like, yeah. I will not allow you to continue this way. Right. If you continue, we will fight to the death. Um and I liked how um there was there, there was just this resolution on her face and and as a result I liked how the conflict was resolved between her and her husband.
1: Yeah, and it was basically she called him out because that whole thing didn't make any sense. I mean, you you could tell that okay that that guy that the leader of that tribe, mm-hmm. what's well, called the blue tribe, the blue tribe. Uh, <laughs> so he wanted Annie Circus to die. You know, you know, bring him back alive. Bring him back dead. I don't care. I just bring him back here yeah. to deal with him. And uh, this unknown person comes out of nowhere and says, hey, you know what? Here's a gift. And now we'll give me the, the best chance you can of taking over your entire country. Yeah. You know, that whole thing. Okay, on a whim like that, I don't think that that would, that would those decisions would have been made. I don't think they would have gone to war. It just seemed completely out of whack. And so leave it to her to, to bring him back down to earth and yeah. say like, dude, what's wrong with you?
0: Well, and what's interesting about that particular scenario is the fact that the the um the leader of the blue tribe once again I can't remember what it's called I like the color blue by Ooh. the way <laughs> he was kind of a a lower not lower but like a more mild version of Killmonger mm-hmm. if you think about it the the leader of the blue tribe he had this desire for justice he he had kind of a um, a, a a taste for vengeance, just because of the wrongs that Ulysses had caused him and his and his family. You know, he wanted to see this this man brought to justice, and there was a bit not desperation, but there was a bit of a, of an obsession about mm-hmm. it because he was talking to to Chala, to Chala excuse me. And if you recall, T'Challa at one point just really had that moment with, with him where he looked him in the eye and he said, I will bring him home. I will not kill him if, right. I, if I get him. And there was that, that understanding that was there. So in a way, Killmonger really had a bit more of that um, ability to tap into that. Like he knew that this was a, a high value target for the, this, this leader of the, of the blue tribe. And he was able to tap into that and try and buy some loyalty from this particular faction. But, um, ultimately, like I said, I thought it was great that, that, that the, the husband and wife dynamic had this moment on the battlefield and that they were able to, to work, reconcile out. their differences.
1: <laughs> Nothing's worse than marital <laughs> spats, especially you know, on the battlefield. But I think when, when you brought this whole, that, that, that battle to light, um, I you were saying it was kind of goofy. I, I I don't know if goofy is the word I felt for it, but I felt it was underwhelming. I guess
0: underwhelming is probably a better way of, of looking at because there were certain camera shots where like they exposed too much of the of the fight.
1: Yeah, and it just it just looked like extras just
0: kind of flailing about. Right.
1: Like it didn't have like that brave heart feel. Right, and maybe that's part of the Marvel universe that they've given us too much epic fight you know scenes <laughs> at the end now we're expecting an epic fight and uh-huh. then we get like 40 people 40 50 people like duking it out you know we're like that's it like uh-huh. okay um i yeah so i felt that could have been better even when when um that guy wakabi uh gets on the rock and he blows that horn everyone's like oh no and yeah. it's just like three rhinos that come out i'm like oh, was i supposed to be scared there for a second yeah like, that's all you gave me all right
0: yeah i thought that was also rather <laughs> underwhelming <laughs> yeah. Because he had the whole, like, don't you dare, don't don't you blow on that. Yeah. And then he did, and he was like, yeah.
1: wait, three rhinos? You know, this has nothing to do with the movie, but when I was watching the, the general whipping around the spear and the bow and oh, everything, yeah. you know who I thought of was... Uh, Keelik from soul caliber remember when he does his mm-hmm. uh his his showmanship piece where he's uh, that's what i thought of that was, oh, that was so cool
0: i man, love that I general know. yeah she was beautiful oh, yeah, too was, all, like dude. all the women in this film yeah, were just phenomenal. gorgeous yeah yeah i mean and especially considering the fact that many of them were bald and i'm looking at him
1: thinking yeah. man you are <laughs> yeah. beautiful yeah oh boy like normally i wouldn't like that but i'm Really, f- yeah. Normally, I'm a fan of <laughs> I'm long really like it in this movie. I know in this one I'm like, <laughs> you keep that yeah. baldness. It, you could tell that they just didn't fill spots with like uh, re- regular people. Yeah, you know they really wanted to choose folks with a specific look to them. Yeah. You know, and they, yeah, they did a great job filling yeah. those roles.
0: Now another um, little little small. Uh, complaint I had was I wish they didn't show Black Panther in the new Avengers trailer because it removes some of the suspense uh-huh. from the fight scenes. I'm thinking, okay, we know he
1: survives. Yeah. We
0: know he's going to be in Avengers see,
1: back a few episodes ago. That's what I was saying. Like yeah. I didn't, you know, you will see him. So kind of takes a little bit out of the movie. Yeah. So yeah, some of the excitement was subtracted. Yeah.
0: Now one of the things I thought was cool was that the notion that they had spies globally but kept a low profile was fresh. I liked the, the the idea that they just they really had people everywhere that you know just whether they were in Oakland, California or they were in the UK or whatever it is that they just had folks who just they they just kept flying under the radar and they and they assimilated into kind of what was quote-unquote Kind of expected of of how they would be behaving when, in fact, they're a part of Wakanda. I thought that was cool. Um,
1: you know, I have a very Marvelly question for you, Russ. Is it a Marvel Us question? Mm, yes, it is. Oh, so er, the, the, the the talk of the town is about what, what what's this material, vibratium, What what was it called, Russ?
0: Uh, it's definitely not, not unobtainium.
1: It's definitely not ubtainium. No. So let's not go there. And it's not titanium. <laughs> it's not adamantium either. That's Well, that was the question I was going to say, because pre-Black Panther, adamantium was like uh, the cat's meow, if you want to say, pun intended there, Russ. Um Un- unbreakable metal. Uh, that's why they put it in Wolverine. You know, he that's what you know has kind of something to do with his healing. Okay, so he can heal fast. His skeleton can't be broken. But, you know, and all of a sudden now we have this other stuff. It's like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. That. Vibranium. Yes. Yeah, yes.
0: <laughs> it so, is uh, most commonly known as one of the materials used to construct Captain America's shield. Mm. And it is also noted for its connection it. to Black Panther and... No way. Yeah. As his suit... <laughs> is made from from uh, vibranium mm. and is found in his native homeland of Wakanda. Now, what I'm getting at, Steve, is you're probably asking the question, <laughs> is vibranium <laughs> harder than adamantium? Is that what you're trying to say, Steve? That's what I'm trying to say. You're well, picking up what I'm throwing down. Okay, so vibranium steel alloy that Captain America's shield is made of is stronger than adamantium. Oh, snap. Mm-hmm. Admantium was a result of Dr. McLean trying to replicate the shield's alloy mm. or
1: alloy, excuse me. I had a little much. bit of a Horizon Zero Dawn just kind of come in, pop in, and say hello. So, if we have a, if we ever have a weapon X number two, then he should be made of vibranium. Yes,
0: vibranium is the uh, the hardest metal.
1: Admantium is so passe. <laughs> we make wheels out of that stuff. <laughs>
0: Now, of course, for uh, you know, in terms of uh, real world, indeed, titanium has the highest strength to weight ratio of any natural okay, metal. W- whatever known Ross. to man.
1: Got it. Thank you. Thank you for the uh, the uh, property table there. Mm-hmm. You, you're most certainly
0: welcome. I'm I'm here when you need me.
1: Now, just uh, on real day to life, League, actually, uh, <laughs> certain metals here are stronger than others. <laughs> yeah, I love to talk about science. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, do you have any other comments about the yes, I do. plot or should we move on to script?
1: Um well this might yeah, okay, no this might be
0: a segue into, from both.
1: So uh yeah, let me let me think about it. Uh so <laughs> the vein in his forehead is getting quite large. I've seen one in his neck too. <laughs> so the whole idea of keeping Wakanda secret, uh-huh. I thought that was cool because that was cool. Very but, Wonder Woman-esque. Very Wonder Woman-esque, but at the same time, I I was a little bit conflicted because they started saying, okay, w- this technology is ours, we inherited it, and w- we're keeping it for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, okay, so w- some people could say, okay, that's that's greed. But at the same time, uh, here comes this villain who says, no, you got to use it to help the rest of the world. And Which, hey, okay.
0: Well, not necessarily help the rest of the world, but more like dominate the rest of the world.
1: Okay, I get it, but... Um, the fact remains that once once the secret's out, everyone's going to want it. And right. there's going to be a bunch of bad people, as clearly seen in the rest of the Marvel movies, both uh, mortal and friggin' immortal. Uh, immortal, <laughs> immortal. So uh, once the secret's out, it's out. Everyone's going to want to get it. You're inviting all this conflict, and you're inviting all this strife, basically, yeah. to come in. And we already saw a taste of that with Killmonger and with Andy Serkis' character. What was Ulysses. Ulysses. So that's two people who who know about it. That's yeah. they're, they're two for two now. People are trying to get them in and take your stuff. And now you're just going to open your borders. Here you go. Here's the secret. It's out, you know. Um, yeah, so it's interesting uh, to see how that plays
0: out. And, and again, I think that they're tapping into what has historically happened in um, our own history just 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 all the different countries we've all had certain precious metals, precious resources, mm-hmm. that sort of thing when people find out about it then there is a bit of a stampede to try and exploit that right and so I think it's it's completely within the bounds of reality that here you have a civilization a country that has been closed off from the rest of the world and due to, certain needs or certain realizations, they um, make themselves available or known to mm-hmm. the rest of the world. You know, they, they have a seat at the global table. Mm-hmm. Now there are certain dangers that are associated with that. And of course them having like the largest um, harvesting of vibranium, that's going to definitely cast a spotlight at probably an unwanted spotlight. Right. Um, so it's gonna be like I said, I'm very curious to see what
1: happens in the sequels. I, I definitely want to see how the story progresses, especially at the end when he's talking in the about with, with the United Nations and he's saying this is what we have, we're going to use it for good, and blah blah blah. Yeah, because that totally goes against what um the king prior was saying because uh that everything was kept secret. That's where they they kept uh, the Winter Soldier after Captain America's Civil War, and that's where Steve Rogers is also. If you notice the Easter egg at the end, mm-hmm. um, and so. I don't know. It, to me, that was just, it's going to be interesting. I, I don't want them to say that. I don't know if I quite like that whole reversal, but it, now how the next movies are going to play out within this series, it'll be interesting how they do it because, I don't know. Um, but speaking of uh, vibranium and its many um, uses, qualities, you know, qualities, scientific when, table, when Forrest Whitaker's characters got stabbed, why couldn't they just heal him?
0: I think they probably did not have enough time. I think that at that point, Killmonger wanted to see him dead. And if you recall, Killmonger also tossed T'Challa off the cliff. Right. No, I'm talking Forrest Whitaker's character. Right. Killmonger killed Forrest Whitaker.
1: Yeah, I know. But, I mean, if if, Fre- if Freeman can get shot in the spine and, and they could cure that, they could cure a stab okay. wound. Okay, Steve. Steve. Steve.
0: Killmonger has Jeez. assumed the mantle of King and Wakanda. It is very obvious that Killmonger does not like Forrest Whitaker's character. Therefore, it would be very, very, very difficult to be able to uh, heal the Forrest Whitaker, given the fact that Killmonger would say,
1: uh, negatory vote Killmonger off the island. See how that
0: works, Steve? There's a logic to that, where you know, he he, no one was able to heal him. In fact, he had all those little flower thingies burned up and everything else. Basically, it was not a good situation. That's a red flag. Now, if T'Challa was in charge, if he was able to win... Hashtag democracy! (laughs) Then, uh, yeah, then he probably could have been saved. But in this instance, no. Uh, the Killmonger was the man in charge, and as a result, unfortunately, Forrest Whitaker's character had
1: to perish. Of course, uh, the, uh, the the ape tribe, the gorilla tribe, mm-hmm. they could have used their healing snow on him.
0: <sighs> Steve.
1: <laughs> how, so, how us move on. How okay. would Forrest Whitaker's uh. character...
0: Like, be transported to that area without Killmonger. I don't know, it's the movies we never never
1: see him be buried
0: either. It's because Killmonger didn't like his character. He realized, remember how Forrest Whitaker's character, yes, I revealed that he was the one responsible. And I'm like, Yeah, okay, I'm pretty sure Killmonger would make it uh, not like as impossible as possible. Uh, to make sure possible. that this dude would not come back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyway, uh, yeah. let's go on to script. Okay, Rose. Dialogue was uh, well written, I thought. Yes, I think we we talked about that already. Um, I found myself thinking I could be friends with many of these characters based on their code of ethics and just mm-hmm. the the way they um, carried
1: themselves, the way they chatted. I would uh, humbly agree. Although, as I alluded to in the beginning, some of the snubs were kind of yeah didn't need to be there. I yeah. mean, they they made sense because I mean, obviously, uh, in the past, Marvel movies it's all been America, 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 and so this was the chance for Wakanda to be like, yeah, and you know, like we got we're far superior than you guys are with tech, and we can heal, you know, whatever. Yeah, weaponry, heal, whatever. Yeah. Um. But I just like, okay, I paid money to get snubbed at. I was like, eh, you could have thought of something more clever. Uh, so, I don't know. Just small little...
0: Yeah, for the most part, though, I, I really did like the, the script writing. Yes, Russ. Cinematography and special effects. I thought it looked like your standard run-of-the-mill Marvel movie, which is not necessarily a bad thing. It's just, it looks like a Marvel Studios
1: movie. I would have liked to see more panning shots of... Wakanda uh I mean they they touted it up to be a very very nice place and what we did see was nice but from what we did see I wanted to visit exactly you know I mean it was like it was like the African Rivendell basically totally and I wanted to see more and then I it just felt claustrophobic in a way like I didn't see enough okay I was a small city I get it yeah but it was it, it. It's bigger than that in the comic. But mm. all we saw was like, okay, yeah, here's a grandiose city, and, and that's about it. So I wanted to definitely see more. Loved how colorful it was. It, well, I, yeah, obviously, Rose. Mm-hmm. Very colorful. CGI sucked. though. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. It's, I I wouldn't say it sucked. It was it was just very. It was a below average. I thought. I thought that certain scenes were a little too green screeny. But I mean, o- overall,
0: there are other parts of it that I thought were decent. They were good. Mm. Yeah. I would have liked to see more creative angles be used in terms of the cinematography itself. Like once again, it's a comic book movie. So we, I would like to see more kind of just extreme angles or angles that normally you're not used to seeing in cinema that just had more of that graphic novel feel. I think that's why I really like Sin City so much was that they just, they're going to Sin city. Yeah. I mean, they really did um, the whole cinematography thing as it applies to a comic book justice soundtrack beautiful music like had my legs and feet bouncing in the theater i don't yeah. know about you no
1: mine did too i thought i was vibrating the seat too much <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> everybody in the row is kind of like bending over looking at us stop shaking the yeah. row <laughs> would
1: that guy stop shit popcorn at him uh no yeah so the music was was wonderful and then it, it just made the rest of the music that was not all the that percussion and the chorus and mm-hmm. stuff um it just seemed rather flat and flavorless you yeah. know compared to the music where when we were in wakanda even
0: again, this is not based off of Black Panther, but I love the theme song to the Marvel Studios logo.
1: Russ, you say that like every
0: I know, I know, I just, I cannot. Every time, you know, I've watched a lot of Marvel movies, and every time that music is on, along with the logo coming up and everything else, I get goosebumps.
1: It's like, man, I'm ready. Tell me a story. Although, when it is quiet and you just hear like the pages flipping, uh-huh. That's nice, too.
0: Yeah, that was the older rendition of the logo. I like
1: that one. hmm
0: All the logo treatments have been great. Kind of kept the suspense. That mm, kind of got me back into the old comic book mood. hmm Costumes. Wardrobe.
1: Wonderful. Gorgeous. Yes. Wonderful use of
0: color once again.
1: And, every, and there was a tons of different varieties too. It wasn't like, a, oh, we just use the same costume, but this one's a different color because they're a different tribe. No, it was like a totally different costume. Like everybody had, okay, you know, this tribe over here had their own set. There was that- um, Signature look for each one of the tribes. There was even that guy who had the different plates in his lip.
0: Yes. And so it matched his suit. I thought that was cool. That was yeah. super cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, just whether it was the the different types of wardrobe was for the women versus the men and that sort of thing. Just, again, it really fleshes out more of the MCU. I just, I love this completely new culture that they've been able to bring in as a result. I just, I, I, just, I, ho- I look forward to seeing more of that.
1: I felt that um, even Black Panther's, uh, well, his suit, was understated kind of like he was it was mm-hmm. strong but understated just mm-hmm. like his character was yep. and then what he wore when he wasn't in the suit his his formal attire yeah. that was even on un- fit his character too even when, when he was in the ancestral plane that's the that was like a, a a very cottony looking airy shirt with the embroidery along the collar and the buttons and stuff very royal not over the top though very understated just like him yeah yeah
0: yeah i thought his costume was tight overall I thought it was super cool how the, the the suit was able to absorb different types of, of um, I guess yeah, it's like basically like kinetic energy, yeah, essentially. Well, like It, like just, it
1: made it into kinetic. Yeah, it basically reformatted the kinetic energy.
0: Well, yeah, like it was able to absorb it and then can disperse it back out. Like right. I thought that was actually a, a really cool ability. Just moving forward, it's going to be cool to see how,
1: especially like in Avengers, for instance, how is that going to play out? I like when, she, when uh, T'Challa's sister is showing him the suit. It, was, it felt very James Bondy there it for did. a second, which yeah. I'm okay with that. You know, yeah. it was really cool, and you know she's showing the boots that don't make any noise. And I thought that was, that was cool. So I thought they were going to show that way more than they actually did. Yeah. Um, but when he kicks the mannequin with the suit, she's like, "Dude, I just be like, <laughs> yeah, why would you kick it? I, <laughs> I, like, I, I don't know. It. You told me to hit it." <laughs>
0: Yeah, I liked how she busted out the cell phone. He's like, "Why are you recording this?"
1: Yeah, well, oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, the, the once again, the relationships were just great. Well, all, all through whether they, how, you know, it didn't matter how subtle it was or just how um, much more epic it was. It
1: just I don't know. I, I really did appreciate all the family dynamics. I appreciate the humor too. Because the humor yeah. I have been complaining about this for a while they they are making the the humor awkward and that's like the punchline and this was not. This was actually clever. Uh you know, I for example, we were talking about the that that scene when she's showing them all the tech and she shows them the sneakers because mm. they're quiet. Yeah. You know, I'm, I it took me for a second I'm like sneakers why? Yeah. I was punched. laughing in oh, the theater about it. that. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah.
0: I wonder if they're going to come out with some kind of shoe that closely resembles that what they showed in the film or not? Because I mean, every if you recall, everybody in the theater was like, "Ooh, I yeah. like those shoes."
1: Yeah. So they might, but they'll probably be like five thousand <laughs> dollars. Didn't Nike come out with Marty McFly's auto tie shoes, and they were like crazy expensive? And yeah. everyone's like, "I want those," and they saw the price and I'm like, "God, I want those."
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, in conclusion, what did you think of Black Panther?
1: Well, I uh, I'm torn to shreds, Russ, uh, between three and a half and three and three quarters. Um, I I liked the, what what I what the movie did on its own uh, in trying to be its own independent film from the rest of the Marvel Universe. I thought it did very very well, but then it just seemed like it it was trying to be how can I explain this? It, it was trying to be too much like Marvel. Like it was afraid to be its own movie. And so therefore it had to resort to the Marvel formula. And now, and that's where it actually lacked for me. Um, I want, you know, there was, I wanted to see better CGI. I wanted a little bit better. Um, uh, uh, I wanted to see Wakanda more, um, but pretty much everything that had to do with the characters, the actors, the storylines, the characters, uh, the conversation between the characters, I loved, like literally, the cast and the people carried this entire movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it needed to rise above and 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 show us that it could still the action after the Marvel's 18th film, the action still needed to be on top, and that's where it suffered. The CGI suffered. Uh, so, to me, it couldn't quite get to a four. Uh, I did really, I mean, for an 18th Marvel film that has that's keeping it all in the family, mm-hmm. so to speak they're still carrying the torch which is awesome so yeah i would say i'd give it 3 and 3 quarters okay
0: i am right there with you honestly um i thought that once again it's a what's a wonderful addition to the mcu I definitely am very curious to see where they go from here. I want to definitely find out more about these characters, find out more about how it applies to the other characters. I think it sets it up very well for when we see the Avengers. I, I definitely look forward to seeing the Black Panther come back and and just see, what, like, okay, how um, how do the relationships work between him versus, like, Captain America and Iron Man and That's Thor? That's going to be a
1: crazy and, dynamic.
0: Oh, it just... just that particular movie is going to be the absolute Royal rumble of all these characters that we've been watching for years. And especially with, with the, the sheer multitude of new characters coming into the fold, how will these dynamics play out? But getting back to black Panther though, um, absolutely love the, like I said, I've, I've been saying this over and over throughout this entire podcast, the family dynamics is the bedrock of this film. If they didn't have that, then I don't think that this film would have been nearly as memorable as it is. I think that uh, the casting, like I said, 99% of the casting was spot on. I do think that um, Freeman was a a bit of a miscast, but that's not saying anything badly about him as an actor. I, I thought that it was a very colorful film, I, once again, I think in terms of the plot, I think that the plot was both hit and miss in the sense that there were aspects to it that I appreciated, such as like, you know, talking to the ancestors, how, um, some of the the, the the different events that transpired in the past came back to haunt and that sort of thing. But at the same time, it was also kind of predictable. I wanted there to be a, um, a bit more from that. So I'm, I'm kind of with you. I, um, It's funny because I don't normally do the whole like three quarter star thing, but I I keep going back and forth between three and a half and four stars. It's right in there somewhere. Um, so yeah, I, I think in, in this instance I will be with you. I think I will give it. And again, I don't like to do this, but it's going to be three and three quarter stars. Yeah, it's just it's right there. Normally, I'll, I I tend to either do the three point five or the whole integer, but uh, in this case, it's I cannot, I can't get either either side. So that that's where it's going to be it for me. And again. I definitely recommend this film. I think that people should go out and check it out. It is a very entertaining film. There's a lot to like about this. I think that it just, there were certain parts to it, there were certain aspects that prevented it from being like a Guardians
1: of the Galaxy Volume 2. I think also, if you're not a big fan of the superhero movies, you would still find this highly entertaining too, because it's not the beat your chest style superhero, save the universe type movie. Yeah. It's very entertaining. Very much.
0: Well, That wraps it up for this particular episode of Joygasm. Be sure to check out patreon.com slash joygasm and subscribe to get the most out of the show. Also, you can follow us on social media and YouTube. Just do a search for Joygasm TV. In addition to iTunes and Android, you can listen to our podcast on TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, and soundcloud.com slash joygasm TV. Last, but certainly not least, search joygasm TV on Twitch to see us stream our gaming adventures live every week. Wednesday evening at 9.30 p.m. Central Time. And by the way, a uh, apology for last week as we did not get on because it was Valentine's Day. It was a time for people to be able to spend some uh, quality time with their loved ones. So, But we will be back this next Wednesday. Mark my words.
1: Consider them marked.
0: <laughs> Until next time, happy gaming, everybody.
1: you Yeah.